the building. We back, we live, we lit, man. J Mad Show, show 17. We in here, man. I feel it. I feel, I feel it's some heat coming on today, Jay. I feel it, man. It's how this shit where I'm at, man. So I know. Shit, it's uh, it's like ninety. Look, it's so hot up here. They didn't already cancel school. Yeah, I know. That's no, that that's because they tour. That ain't got nothing to do with the heat. I don't know, man. It's it's wild, but it's it's who poor? I just caught that. Take for AC. No nah, man, we we this the heights, man. What you talking about? Yeah, they don't give it to the school system, or that goes to the judges and the politicians and the cops. Well, whatever, man. Whatever. Want to welcome everybody to the. Bill, I see you in the building. Don't, don't What's going up. on? Hey, no, wait a second. Don't be messing up my intro, man. I'm about to my bad, this. man. I just see my man's in the building. I can't say what's up, man. You always gotta be in control. My bad. Let me take my what's up back. The listeners don't know who on the phone, nigga. So, again, this is show 17 of J Matt's show. Got the host, J Matt, speaking. Got Sire the Prophet always introducing himself first because that nigga's super important. And we got special guests. Should I, should I call you special guests? I don't know. No, nah, this is my second time on. It's kind of like when people come to your house. First time that can be a guest. Family. Time, I'm family now. Yeah, you got yeah, you got to get your own cup, your own juice. You know where the kitchen at, nigga. That's only black people though. <laughs> so we got we got my man Terry Howe back in the building. Tips from T. Um, stay tuned. We got some big things coming for that too. And we finally got you know we, we finally got the God damn who who in the garage. <laughs> that nigga just stepped in from a long day fucking shoveling shit. Hey, what's up, Buck? What's up? What's up? That's the special guest we was looking for. We got Mont the Barber in the building, and he's here for a reason, man. We got a topic for y'all today. Um, it should be interesting. Actually, I'm actually I'm actually interested to to get involved in this conversation and uh See how the see how the views is on all these sides of these these angles we about to hit, man. Because we gonna hit the angles like these bitches be on the ground. But before we get into that, though, man, it's been a it was a holiday yesterday. Everybody, somebody tell me how was their holiday weekend? What did y'all do? Anything exciting? Fill me in. Uh, a whole bunch of barbecues, man. Family time. How many plates? Uh, how many plates to grab? Right. Uh, about four of them through the weekend. That nigga ain't that, that nigga ain't shit. That nigga just stopped through. Like, yeah, like, hey, the piece of chicken's like, I'm just gonna pack mine up to go. Look, he on, <laughs> he on some skinny fat nigga shit because he got. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I still got, I still got a couple plates still in the fridge. I'm whole plate looking nigga, man. Hey, see, my, yeah. hey, when I go travel, my uh people's spots, man, I gotta bring my own food. You know, I'll eat with everybody eat. So yeah, that'd be hard. That'd, that'd be, be hard. hard. I don't eat what everybody eat. They be got the swine on the grill. Ah uh, man, I don't even want to eat off your grill when you got that swine on that bitch, man. <laughs> oh yeah, y'all tripping. <laughs> but no, it'd be like it'd be like that'd be like a heart attack and death waiting to happen all in one. I just feel like a maggot just crawled in my stomach. 
No poking, no poking my folks. Hey, what a visual there, hey, man. Hey, That's I'm a hell of a sorry. visual. I can't agree. I can't agree with y'all, man. I'm sorry. That's all right. You outnumbered, so you don't count. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Terry, Terry, what you do for uh, the holiday yesterday? Oh, man, I just kicked it with the family for real. Um, bunch of, oh, I had two fantasy football drafts yesterday. That's what I did on my holiday. That's what's up. That's what's up. How them teams turn out? Oh, they turned out real well. You know, they turned out real well. I had the sixth pick out of 12-man league. That's a that's a hell of a spot to be in. Yeah, yeah. Nice spot, right? Man. But I don't like, yeah, I don't I, like that spot. I don't like I didn't like it. I didn't like the yeah. sixth spot. I would rather have like the top three or the bottom three. It, it I, I don't even know. I don't even know what y'all talking about. I'm just. It seemed like you wait forever for your pick, man. It's, it, is it a snake draft? Snake draft, yeah. Yeah, I don't like the middle spots, man. I like to be towards the end. <laughs> but but see, I think that middle spot. I I think the middle spot always give you like a look at what everybody else was thinking. See, like with number one, it's like yeah, you know who you want to go with. But then, like at number three, if somebody took him at number one, it's like. Now you you scatterbrained, but like by six, you didn't regroup. Wait a minute, I'm really caught off guard right now, man. I, I you do, you play fantasy football? Yeah, nigga, like what the fuck you mean? <laughs> I didn't know that. Shit. It's like, man, shit. Am I a black man in America? Hey, you can't you say that. I'm a black, he a black man in America. He don't play. He don't do no fantasy football, man. I just watch it. Hey, you just watch it? Yeah, I just why I don't play fantasy. You know what? Like, the thing about it is, is that you, like, fantasy football is the only thing that really gets me excited about the NFL. That's what everybody say. Hold, oh, man, hold on, but did y'all see what the NFL said today about Colin Kaepernick and Nike? Did y'all see that? Yeah, no, I see what they say, what they say. Get they, into it, Terry. They basically said, I, I, I can't go verbatim, but they pretty much said that they, everybody have to do their part with acknowledging the issues that these players and everybody else is talking about. So now, right. it's now it's like, are they doing that because they got the the heat on their ass with this uh with Nike Kaepernick? campaign? Hell yeah! You know what I mean? But, yeah, nah. Nike just signed an eight year deal with the NFL. No, they got the yeah, they got the jerseys though. They got the NFL yeah. jerseys. So now, and you know, and you know when they start threatening like, oh, we go pull out of this and you go pull out of that. Who you gonna go to? Under Armour after that? Who you gonna go? Hey, to? Under Armour. Under Armour got a nice little uh. Little profit share out here, man. Don't, don't, don't. don't I'm not sitting on them. I'm hey, under Armour under ain't Nike. Hey, Jay. No, they Hey, but as an investment advisor, you better not put your money with Under Armour. I don't, I don't put my money. Tip from Terry. <laughs> not put your money yeah, that's, with. That's a free tip that's, right there. I don't, I don't. That's money in any type of uh, clothing apparel, no type of retail businesses, man. I, that's not my type of lane right there. But um, I do like I do like how Nike decided to to stand with Cap. I like that he's about to recoup some of that NFL money he lost. I mean, you know, he's not gonna get back, you know, the NFL contract money, but he's gonna be able to get back so much of his money because a lot of people don't understand with the social uh, movement and the um what they call it, activism that he's been doing, Cap was actually pulling out his own money for a lot of these things. He wasn't doing the GoFundMe. He wasn't, you know, asking the public to get behind him and support him, you know, with this with the uh, money things that he's doing. So, um, big up to Cap, man. That's, that's Absolutely. I agree. Look, man. Hey, I, but, I, that's but to piggyback on that, but, you know, 
Kaepernick is kind of like, would you compare him to our our era's Muhammad Ali? Since we on it, since we in this type of conversation, because you know, yeah, well, for him, for him hold, taking hold that and, and putting that money in in front of him, and them taking it away like that, yeah, I think he is. Uh, I mean, in, in essence, the only reason why I wouldn't compare him to Muhammad Ali, and this is the only reason why I wouldn't compare him, like not say he is, is because Cap's not the face of he wasn't the face of the NFL. You know, Muhammad Ali was boxing, and he risked—he'd literally risked a full boxing career as being the champ for the next however many years. Now, in regards to what what Kaepernick has stood up for, absolutely, you know. But Muhammad Ali was—I don't—I don't agree with that. I mean, Kaepernick is a great quarterback, but uh, Muhammad Ali—he's a fair fair quarterback. He, Muhammad Ali was a fair heavyweight. Oh my oh. gosh! Oh, hey, 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 we about to get off. We about to get off topic <laughs> right now, man. Yeah, I'm about to say, man, we got to bring it back real quick. I mean, if y'all want to hear, you know, the truth. I mean, I'm a real boxing fan, so if we get into that, then we can really yeah, talk. You know, yeah, really statistics. So, all right, so all right, I'm, I want to talk about it. So, where I leave fall that on your on the top um, oh, heavyweights nigga, of all time. Oh, no, nigga, we ain't doing that. <laughs> I just want to ask one question. I just want one question. So where does he fall at on the top heavyweights of all time? My top heavyweights, he's number three. So how is that fair? Did you understand why I just said we ain't about to ask that question, nigga? Nigga, we ain't about to do that, man. We ain't having an island. Hey, I'm done. I was close to the subject. We, we, we done with it. Yeah, god damn. Why don't you tell us how your weekend was, nigga? Who, me? You. It was cool, man. I ain't do shit, man. I bought this new smoker, man, and I just motherfucking threw these ribs and shit in the smoker, man, and a whole chicken. You just said you ain't eat no pork. No, not like ribs got to be pork. Oh, I'm just saying you you got me. I'm just making sure. <laughs> just making like, sure. Oh, oh, I, 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 oh, I need to be distinctive what type of ribs. Yeah. I threw, but, I threw, I threw I two rack. Like I threw you. two rack. Of, I threw two rack of lamb ribs in there. Okay. Damn. Uh, 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 a pack of goat ribs Never and a pack it. of beef ribs Never from a brother. Goat. So, you know, that's that's what I did, man. Let them smoke, fall off the bones, man. Which was a, well, What I did was I smoked them for, for about four or five hours. Then I sauced them up and then threw them on the grill with the fire like blazing so they just like caramelize on them. So needless to say, man, I killed that shit. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I see you. You you real fat nigga. That's it, um No, I'm just a, like what like that gotta be fat because I'm a good cook. No, you that fat. sounds like jealousy. Them dry ass burgers that you serving over there. I don't even <laughs> eat burgers, nigga. <laughs> with your fucking five with your uh fifteen pounds of ribs, nigga. Hey man, I only do I only do it two times a year shit. So let me tell y'all about my weekend, man. Y'all weekends suck compared to mine. Listen, I had a great time, man. Oh, yeah, it was Lil' Man's birthday. Yeah, Lil' Man's birthday was yesterday. He turned nine. So we That's what's up. Whole, we spent the whole weekend kicking it. We went to the uh, zoo. They had a little Asian festival. Like They had like all these lanterns and lights exhibits set up at the zoo. So we Were, were there Asians there? Out in there. So then Saturday, what we do Saturday? We went to the Indians game. Caught that shit. They had a little fireworks show afterwards. Little man was loving that. Yesterday, 
cookout with okay. the birthday, went swimming. We had a we had a full weekend, man. I can't complain. That's good, man. Like that's that sounds like a family feel weekend, man. It, it really was, man. That's why I, was, I had to take a little nap before we hit this podcast. Nigga was tired, man. Usually I don't be kicking it every day during the weekend, but this one was a special one. And I got a little, I got a little compliment, man. At the big head, I went to go buy me. Spend a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? That's part of the reason I don't like spending money. But out of all these eight dollar beers I purchased all weekend, I went to the uh concession and this chick she she uh carded me. She like, let me see your ID. I'm like, gladly. Big ass, <laughs> big ass smile on my face and she like gladly. She's like, she was like, uh might have been that cut. Might have been that cut. Okay, I'll give you some credit. I'll give you some credit. <laughs> <laughs> You you saved about fifteen years off, nigga. Okay, all right. But she was like, she was like, with your baby face. I was like, oh. Still. You better not say that too loud. Why you gonna you get your ass up? slapped, you right? He <laughs> he was like, he like, he probably went back. His dumb ass probably went back to his chair. And was like, sure, she said, I got a baby face. No, I I didn't go back. She walked up to me. And was like, what you smiling for? I'm like, she said, I <laughs> nigga, that made my day, man. She was like, I thought you was younger than me, man. I'm out here almost 40 years. Old. No, I don't like how that sound. I'm out here about to be 36 years old. That's 40. Looking younger than this 26. Hey, hey, Jay, but real talk, though, I mean to bust the bubble, though. But you know they card everybody that don't look over 40, though. <laughs> 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 That's the new rules of the game, man. I don't mean, oh. I don't mean to I don't like throw no shade like on your weekend. I don't like. Hey, man, you threw it, man. man. Hey. I don't like. Yeah, no, hey, you, hey, you, hey. you you look young, Jay. You've been in that gym every day, man. They respecting you right now. <laughs> you somebody, you somebody old ass, sexy granddad, man. No homo, man. Oh. Uh, I'm about to go MGK. <laughs> Somebody hold me back. You gotta shoot. That's that's one person that gotta get a shout out. That nigga MGK, fucking man. That's what I want to get. It. I want. I want to get each and one of y'all's opinions on this Eminem and MGK shit. Plus, if one of y'all could tell me how this shit started, because I have no idea why Eminem is beefing with MGK. Like somebody go in. Right? All I know is it started from back in like 2012, and MGK sent out a tweet or something about Eminem, and he's just not responding. So my take on the whole thing is, I'm gonna be honest. I really can't get into. First off, I ain't gonna lie. Eminem is one of the great, is a great, great lyricist, and a lot of people. It's Cleveland. It's Cleveland. It's, Fuck that. It's Cleveland. I'm. It's it's it's, it's bitch I'm from Cleveland till I die. But but. It's something about two nah. white rappers. <laughs> there you two go. Two white rappers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because it, 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 I saw him going at it with G Easy and him going at it. It's like, okay, they're creating. Yeah, let's enjoy they're, this. They're creating their own lane right now, you know what I mean? Inside of, once again, our culture. But it's, I, I love, I'm they culture vultures, as Dame Dash would call them. <laughs> <laughs> what you. What, Think about the um, what you think about the beef or the um, or Eminem's album, Mont? Uh, I think Eminem's album is, I think just Eminem's consistent with what he does. Like he don't have a problem with just rhyming and rapping. Like that's what he do. 
you you expect what you expect out of Eminem. It's like not like his first album when we never heard, you know, this white boy come out like that. So it, it's really like I I don't really get a big, you know, I don't get a buzz off of Eminem no more. I mean, yeah, I, he's great. He's great. I mean, we know that. I'm not riding Eminem. I I, I like that's what, that's what I was about to say. I think Eminem <laughs> like at this point, man. I'm gonna be honest, man. Like I haven't rode to. Oh, thank like you. Eminem song since Marshall Mathers CD. Thank you, man. Like, I ain't I, heard nobody ride that shit either. Like, like in 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 all reality, like I do I think like I ain't gonna say Eminem is consistent. Like I think Eminem, like I think a lot of the shit that MGK was saying was very relative to like his career. That's why I really respected what he was saying because he wasn't really talking about anything. Like Eminem hasn't really had any lyrical growth. He hasn't even had any like he had small spurts of content growth, but it's all the same rap. Slim Shady to now, it's all the same rap. So, so my question, I, my I, I question though that. is, how come nobody ever really challenged Eminem though? You think it's because because I that, think he's irrelevant. Okay. Nah, nah, nah. Even when he was relevant. <laughs> He white. Even when he was relevant, nobody challenged, nobody challenged the white boy. Because no, like, because he's white. No, right, so look, no, this, no, no, no. That hey, should hey, hey, give you more reason. Everybody can't no. talk at the same time. Everybody can't talk at the same time. <laughs> Let everybody know when you're done talking, man. <laughs> I I just think that the reason why nobody challenged him is because it's like you know it's it's like a it's like a nigga like going after a gay nigga, right? That's supposed to be tough. It's a lose lose yeah. either way. You know what I'm saying? If he beats you, then it's like you let that white boy murder you. If you beat him, it's like, why why you even fuck with the white boy? So I wanna go ahead, go ahead, finish. Go ahead. I'm just saying, so I think like a lot of rappers, I think they respected like what Eminem was talking about and like or well, not even what he was talking about, but respected his lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like his rhyme, his rhyme capacity, but I really don't think like you know nobody really felt compelled to really challenge him because that's not even, like the way he like his his content and shit is not even our type of rap. All right, well let me let me let me say this because he I agree with that last point that you made. He he he's so unorthodox with his style. He's in his own lane. Plus he plus he's a white boy. He's he, he's his own type of rapper. Don't the closest thing I'm that I could kind of come up with was like kind of like not 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 comparing on a lyrical content, but like a style. He's like that off type silk the shock of juvenile. Like he's just different no. type of cadence. Type no, he's like brother Lynch. Well, whatever, whatever you want to say. But yes, he thinks, he's very consistent with his lyrical content. But what I want to ask y'all because I didn't hear um, his last album. He was really getting killed. For his last album, and a lot of people been coming out talking about that she was just trash. And I think that kind of fueled why he wanted to come out on this album super hard, kind of go back to his his roots. You know what I'm saying? Really I'm sorry, bad. Jay. I'm sorry, Jay. Who said Brother Lynch? I did, dog. Sorry, hey, Prophet. A hundred percent. Don't ever cut me off to fucking coach. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Get like that you know, shit. like but this no, this, this is real hip. This is real hip hop, though. <laughs> Monte, this real hip hop here. I don't give a goddamn nigga. No, he's hey. nigga. Fucking hey. But listen, that that was a great comparison. Brother Lynch was a great comparison. I second that with you, um, Derry. But all right, let's carry out. Let's carry out on DJ Matt. This your show. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. This nigga's so much. Y'all niggas is wild. 
you know, he gets sensitive. You get, you know, you know, like the nigga that's in charge, man, and they get mad when like the coworkers be like just doing whatever. It's like, oh no, I'm the only person that could do that. You know what I'm saying? Take the football at the end of the night, type of dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, nigga, you score three. Give me my fucking football, nigga. I'm going in the house. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't laughing at that shit. Hey, look, that's why. That's why, for real. That's the only reason why I'm keeping this shit. Like, I wanted to fly home to come do a couple of shows, but I know if we sit next to each other, that nigga be turned off my mic. Like, this nigga's done for a second. <laughs> you done, nigga? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jay. I didn't mean to say that. My bad. You know, you know, you can't. You ain't never win, man. I don't see. That's what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? All right, tear me down. What I'm you want to say? I'm about to get a play ticket for you, man. Then you go turn my mic off. I won't even be able to say nothing on the show. Huh? I ain't gonna turn your mic off, man. I love. I you. love you. That's that. That sound. That sound like right before a nigga death. Like, yeah, I'm gonna fly you home, man. Should you come over to the house? <laughs> we gonna eat good. <laughs> Fuck with your oxygen. <laughs> Hey no, but the, no. What I wanted y'all to comment on was uh, how Eminem was getting killed. So he was getting killed for his last album because he was coming off that pro black shit. Remember he was on BET Cipher and he was doing all that Trump shit and he was all he was kind of like, like you said though, though he was like trying to be like he was kind of culture vulturish. And it, you know, so he took some heat for that. Like, do y'all remember that? Shit? Absolutely. <laughs> So do you think he bounced back? From well, I, I, I just think that, like, this is what I think happened. You know what I'm saying? I think that everybody has a role, right? And I think that certain people are able to tread in between their roles and whatever their careers are and whatever, whatever they give to the world. I don't think Eminem, like, I don't, like, for me, I don't think a nigga that told me that he killed his mother and fucking put his bitch in the trunk could tell me about, like, Respecting a culture. Okay, I, I can I can agree with that. <laughs> it's like, nigga, how you go? Like, you just killed your mother and your girlfriend, and now you gonna be like, man, I'm setting up. You know what I'm saying? And that's that be my thing. Is like, I think that people that's in these positions, they be, they they lose self awareness about like what perception that they're portraying. You know what I'm saying? Because at some point. Your perception starts to mean who you are, regardless of if that's you or not. You know, like in in all honesty, people really only remember Tay Diggs for two for two scenes in his whole career. Not Tay Diggs, I mean Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate. <laughs> and, and the reason, <laughs> no, and I'm, I'm only I'm only saying this because like who you are is like it's implemented early in your career, pretty much. Like they, like Jay Z said, nigga, you was who you was. So yeah, like here. and that and that like Lorenz Tate. Only thing that people know about Lorenz Tate is is um is Men's Society, Oh Dog, and um I can't even think of the movie. I don't, I don't um look, Dead Prez. No, Love Jones for real. Not yeah, Love Jones. Like Dead Prez. Man, Dead Prez. Though, yeah, like you that. like it, but you, like if you ask like somebody like what Lorenz Tate, like they like really most only every black person gonna say Menace to Society. Because that's his career. That was his 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 career. So even when you look at him trying to play other roles, you don't see it as that. 
It was the same thing, and and that's how you get typecast in these roles. Eminem has put himself into somebody that's reckless, anything like that. He's almost to a point where, unless he's like literally funding this stuff, he can't really speak on anything negative. That's funny though, because he had a whole lot to say. Um, like, uh, I do, I do want to add this though, because Terry, you as he was talking about how the beef beef started, and I did hear. I think I overheard some on the Breakfast Club this morning. Um, I think they referenced MGK back in 2012. I think they said that he sent out a tweet. Mm-hmm. He said something about Eminem's daughter, talking about she was she was hot or some shit like that, and that was like super disrespectful because I think it's like, at that time. Eminem's daughter was only like sixteen or seventeen. But MGK, MGK was only like probably like nineteen there. Uh, I don't think so. MGK, MGK is only I don't I don't even know how to do this, but I don't think he's. But even even still, man, you can't be you can't be nineteen coming on the sixteen. Man, dude. Like, I mean, you can't. You can. No, I'm saying far, at but. sixteen, seventeen, we could have went to school together. We could have, but but you still talking to another, uh, talking about another grown man's daughter. And but you, but it's still it's, it's still it's still a kid, bro. Right? Like that's that's what I think that people be feeling to realize. Still a kid, eighteen, nineteen. I'm not saying that it's right, but either way. Yeah, I'm about to say, let let a nineteen year old say something like that about your. No, I'm not saying that it's right, but what I'm what I'm saying is, like like you said, it took it like it took you it took you a whole ten years to be a dad. <laughs> to be a dad, that's fun. <laughs> right, <laughs> getting. Hey, look, we can, um, let's get into the topic, man. We've been spent about twenty five minutes. We ain't even talked about the topic yet. So um, keep on dropping up with the topic because I'm about to get. I'm about to get everybody back on. We back. I apologize for those technical difficulties, but we're about to get into this main topic of the evening. Um, I think I, I think this topic came across because it was a kind of a blend of two ideas. Like I had an idea of a show and then Prophet, you sent me that nice little clip of Jason Whitlock going off on Brown. I'm like, oh, this good shit right here. Yeah, we hear you, homie. Can you hear All me? Right. Yep. <laughs> so so we um so I got that clip from you and me and Mont, you hit me up with when uh when I was in there getting a cut, you like I wanna talk about this barbershop etiquette that niggas be doing oh shit. Wow shit. Wow shit. So so we gonna start here with the topic, man. We're gonna get into this barbershop talk. Um I hope everybody out there has seen the show. If you haven't seen the show, I want you, I encourage y'all to check it out. It's called The Shop. It's LeBron's new HBO show. And yeah, I checked it out. LeBron then pretty much went Hollywood on, on his people. So Holly LeBron is, is you can clearly see why he made the move to LA. He got all type of projects set up. And this show, The Shop, is like so it takes place in the barbershop setting. Um it's supposed to just be real, unadulterated, unfiltered, raw talk with men you know you know how we do so it's, right. it's, in, it's in a real barbershop um and lebron is letting his hair down in a way where 
you didn't you you never really seen athletes on his level and his caliber really really let loose and let their real personality show. So for all y'all that seen it on the on the podcast on the panel, we all gonna comment on it. I got some questions for y'all and. For the viewers or the viewers yeah, on YouTube, yeah. But the listeners out there at Podcast Man, go check it out because I think y'all might have some ideas on this too. And I want to hear y'all thoughts on it as well. But um, before we get to Jason Whitlock and what he said, I want to go around and everybody give me they they take on what you feel LeBron is is doing, like with the show, like where he want to take it, like how you how you like it, how you didn't like it. Just give me some some of your general thoughts on this stuff. Start with you, uh, Dao. Um. Well, like for me, I mean, I had I had mixed I had mixed views on it. You know what I'm saying? I think that I think they was talking about some relevant stuff, right? But it still didn't give me the shop feel type of deal. You know what I'm saying? Um. I think that. They need to like if it's gonna be raw. I think there's it still needs to be where other people listen to it. I think there was that like even outside of listening to somebody else said it was a it was a lot of unnecessary profanity and shit that was being said. You know what I'm saying? Where it could have been left out. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I and I and I think that you know and I think that's if. Cause the the real the real the realization of the world, like yeah, he has a he has a huge movement, and but even he could be shut out, and people won't listen to him if they can't relate to him, or the people that he has on the show. You know what I'm saying? Like you had it, you like, and 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 I don't really, and I, I don't agree with us viewing like, just like black people just, uh, and amongst another white guy just using the word nigga. Okay, so you had issues with uh, the token white dude, uh, John Stewart, being in the building. Okay, I, I kind of had, I was uh, kind of taken back by that too. What, what you think, Terry? What was your thought? I'm gonna be real. I, ain't, I haven't saw it, but I mean, you know, with social media, okay, you okay. can really watch something without really watching it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but well, tell me what but, you think about just LeBron's like how he doing with the Hollywood shows and the production, hey, like it's big business, man. Everybody know what he wanted to really do. Um, but to piggyback on some things that uh Prophet was really saying, I mean, some in some barbershops it'd be it'd be a token white boy in there and that listen to the, the how we talk, you know what I mean? It's like in certain neighborhoods, it'd be a certain white boy that can group in the neighborhood and can he can't say it, but he didn't been in he been in the conversations the same way we have, you know what I mean? So I haven't saw it, I don't think. John Stewart would be that token white boy per se. You know what I'm saying? Um, but as far as what he's doing on his platform, I mean, you you got to use it. I mean, you have you on that stage every day. You just can't just shut up and, sh- and shoot the ball and dribble the ball as they want you to do. You have to do things to uh, voice your voice your opinion or voice your point of view from uh, what you've been through or what your your culture is going through on a daily basis. You know what I mean? So. I'm not mad at what LeBron's doing. I see he has another production that's coming out as well. Um, he, he got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, he's the, he's a mogul he, out here. And though. I mean, that's what he wanted to do, though. I mean, everybody knew that LeBron had a bigger picture than just basketball. Um, so right. I, I'm not mad at what he's doing. Um, 
I'm I'm gonna check the show out tonight after Hard Knocks go off. I'm gonna watch it and catch up on it. So, all right, all right, Mont, what, what's your take? Um, as far as like uh, like Prophet and Terry was saying, um, it didn't give me that shop feel. Like I work in a barbershop. I've been working in a barbershop for twelve years, so it didn't really give me that. Um. You got the regular guy in there just talking. You had a whole bunch of millionaires talking about how they right. were this how you know this how it was and you know what I mean. It, it, it didn't really give me that shock value where I was like, oh, this shit is just this is oh. the best. Show. You know what I mean? It didn't give me that feel. So I mean, the, it's it's entertaining because of who's on the show. I mean, these are faces that we look at every day. You know what I mean? And we see as entertainers, and we want to see. So. In that way, you know, they're going to get ratings because of who's on there, but I just really didn't get that feel. It was another show back in the day. I don't know if y'all seen this, but it was a MTV show that they had on um, uh, with the barbershop. And, uh, who, who, produced like, it? who produced that, Monta? I, I don't even know. That but it's Monta. No, Monta. Not Monta. No, but it's cool. Uh, it was I don't that know that. Yeah, but it was a lot of, yeah, I think it was. But it was a lot of like editing and so uh, it just wasn't really talking that real shit. I mean, I ain't really hear it. I I, I think I think not to not to go off. I think that if they, I think the show would have been way harder is if you drop like those same people, right? You drop them in like a real barbershop setting, Bingo. anywhere that they was at. You know what I'm saying? And just let them and let and let. The regular motherfuckers that's in that barbershop every day, the regular barbers talk about like real life shit. And then they look at it from their perspective. I think that would have been a more fulfilling show. You know what I'm saying? Like as, as an overall whole for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, because at the end of the day, it's cool to listen to a whole bunch of motherfuckers that already got money. But you don't really get nothing from them. You know what I'm saying? It's more like if you could talk, if you could hear LeBron talk to a nigga that's even in Cali, that's broken and came from some shit, then it's like, oh, damn. Now he didn't make it to this point. I think that's more fulfilling than anything else. I don't know. I, I, I agree with I, I know what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to start with some of the stuff I liked about it. I did like the fact that. It was in a barbershop. I mean, it was, that was a real barbershop that they was in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it didn't look like a, it, it kind of had that um, barbershop, the movie feel to a real retro old school type barbershop setting. You know what I'm saying? It looked like they still um, doing everything with fucking razors and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that they was actually getting haircuts too. I thought that was pretty good because some, some of them shots, um, them you didn't hear, you didn't hear one barber say anything. Well, but that's the thing. It, 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 this is like y'all said. This is millionaires talking millionaire shit. It ain't. It ain't this, the show but ain't. ain't but ain't the barbershop. That ain't, that is not barbershop. Then all I said was I was gonna start with the shit. I like. <laughs> my, my bad, man. <laughs> this nigga. I'm just saying, like they could have just been in there, just actually just talking about. All right, I want to have a, a show with some real talk. And they just—they could have just been sitting in that bitch, just talking. Nobody really getting cussed. All I'm saying, they was actually rotating it out the chair. That's, I thought that's yeah, yeah. They, you know what? 
LeBron really he he started talking about and the content that he was talking about was things that happened in the barbershop where he told a story about a guy who just sits in the barbershop and don't go nowhere, don't get no haircut, right. nothing, hey, just riding right. your back all day and telling him telling you about his problems. You know what I mean? I wanted I wanted to see that physically see that with right. my eyes. That's what I'm saying. You know what I, mean? I guess I guess it. I mean they they you not you who. Who would do that though? I mean, you you don't even see you don't even say see uh you know Jay Z don't even do shit like that. Like, but but right. I think I I think that I think that it's safe to say that you know that LeBron and Jay Z probably as big as each other at this point, right? Jay Z probably the he probably the big brother still just because of his age, but like LeBron could literally go and he could have been in a, in a barbershop in in Akron. Right. And, and that makes Hollywood. sense to everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Whoever the top barber in Akron, he could have made that nigga rich. Yeah. He has That's that much power. Point. He has that much power. It's like, yeah, like each show, he could have made, he could make, he can make a barbershop famous. He can make a barber famous. Mm-hmm. That's real talk. It, it don't, it like, like you going to all these barbers of the stars and you in this, you in this cigar shop slash barbershop. It's like, who you helping? So you want him to? So you, so you, so you would respect the show more if he was, if he was putting on uh, somebody local, like putting them on. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not even saying that he's putting them on. If you go to a regular barbershop, like if people could say LeBron came to such and such barbershop, right? True. True. Like then, then it's like, man, people are like that barbershop is now on the map. If you truly want to help black people, like you don't have to spend money to help them. Hmm. Free market. You don't have to like, like, like. You don't have to spend money to help them. If you care about, if you care about the hood in Akron, if you care about the hood in Cleveland, like, and you somebody of voice, right? All you have to do, like, an HBO show, and they got, I don't even like any of the any of the shops that's in Cleveland on there, man, bro. That's not a shop to go to. All right. Well, let me let me tell you this. The nigga can't please everybody. He built the fucking school. God damn. What what else you want the nigga to do? He built he built he built a school in Akron. He built a school in Akron, made his money in Cleveland. What did Cleveland what was Cleveland left with? A championship. I'm not knocking it though, right? But this, but this is the thing though. Everybody comes and make their money in Cleveland. They don't leave their mark on Cleveland though. I'm not knocking what he did. It sound like it. No, like no, he left. Our, the, he left the mark. He left the mark. He left Ted. Ted. Well, well, if you go talk that Ted getting his father left the bigger mark on Cleveland. That, but we not. But that's not what we. Not, are, not, so, so no, I'm saying like what? Like he left the mark because of a championship. That's sports. See, what that, you can't? But Ted again is in sports, nigga. What you? What you mean? Yeah, but he's touching. He went to school in Cleveland. He made his money. Outside of Cleveland, but he's from Cleveland. Like LeBron, that's a whole, that's a whole different, that's yeah, a that whole different. Stuff, a good we can't even, because I got so much shit to say. That, say. that man made that man that made a hundred. Ted Ginn is a, is a, is a is a D class athlete at best. Damn. What? Don't, do, don't don't disrespect my Buckeye like that, man. Hell no. I, I am like for real. Like he's not. He's not. He's not no big time. Nobody's talking about. Let me get Ted again on my team. He's good. No, but and Ted again is definitely the top ten on fastest players in the game. I don't care right about now. fast. Nobody wants to. Who's paying top dollar for Ted again? 
Why are we talking about I mean, this? I don't know. I know he's playing in the NFL still. Yeah, I'm not, Why are we talking about this? I'm not saying I'm talking about out of pro out of out of his position. Like he's a he's a deacon. I'm basically saying that he doesn't have the star power, he doesn't have the money that LeBron has, but he gives back to where he's made his money. And you can look at his at at his, all of his charities, right? I'm talking about LeBron. LeBron's made fucking buku money in Cleveland, right? Okay. Like, yeah, it's cool to give back to Akron. That's where you came up from. I respected what he did, but what I'm be what I'm saying is. Everybody that comes to Cleveland that makes a shitload of money never gives back to Cleveland. I don't. I don't think. I think that's a bad angle that you're taking because LeBron is not the only athlete out here making buku bucks. Didn't and I just say every athlete that comes to Cleveland never gives back to Cleveland? This is what I'm saying. You could look at any athlete and look at any city that they play in, and you can make that argument. That's not his job to give back to the city that he plays. Hey, like, let's be clear, man. He grew up twenty five minutes away. We're not talking about a whole nother state, bro. I don't care what it is, nigga. He ain't, it ain't his job to give back to the fucking city uh, city that he fucking make his money in. He's supposed to give back to where you grow up. That's what we all talk about in the hood. Give back to where the fuck you come from. He come from Akron. He don't come from Cleveland. That nigga built the and, and, and you talk and about all of his niggas is from Cleveland. Cleveland. This nigga brought back all of his niggas is from Cleveland. Cleveland. I don't give his. He put all his niggas on. They got jobs. They on the show. All that uh, and where they from? Matt Terry, interject, man. <laughs> Please, interject. hey, that man, that hey, that man gave gave us a championship. He paid his taxes. He he get a paycheck in Cleveland. Get it? He get it? He pay his taxes here. He don't owe us no more, man. Hey, actually, he wasn't. He no, he never paid. No he never paid no taxes in Cleveland. Why yeah. don't he? He get a paycheck. You get a, actually he get taxed in every city. He get a game. Right. Thank you. Thank you. That's how that's how pro athletes work. That's how the he league works. You actually get taxed in every city you make money in. You go. You got a game in Arizona. You getting taxed here. Wherever that you nigga, go that nigga make eight hundred thousand a night, man. Man, listen. Let's get back to this subject, man. Because we want now. I want to get back into uh into the talk because we this is what we what we doing right now. This is like this is like barbershop talk. This is the same conversation we would have in the shop. So give me y'all's thoughts on the on the content of the conversation. Cause I know Dao, you was like earlier you said that um it was some unnecessary cursing in there. It was some 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 lingo that you wouldn't normally hear in the shop. And again, we gotta we gotta consider the source. These is multi, multi-millionaires. It's billions, it's you know, over a billion dollars, well over a billion dollars in that room at any given time when they talk it. So the content gonna be a little bit different, but how did y'all feel? Did y'all feel like they was actually having a real conversation, or what did it feel like it was scripted anyway? Scripted. No, nah, it felt real to me, the conversation, but uh, it, it wasn't the content I was looking for. Okay, so speak on a so so what would you have preferred them like what what would you want to hear out of that type of I mean, you know, we talk about women, we talk about you know things that <laughs> The outside don't see. And I think it's a lot of people would love to tune in to that and, and hear that. Because a lot of people, a lot of women don't know what the fuck we be talking about in the barbershop. I know you got it. They can't understand why a nigga want to be in the barbershop when he ain't getting the cut. Well, my, right. My, they can't. A, my also worked in, he worked in, uh, he cut hair in, inside of a beauty shop too. So yeah, my two guy, years. he got a different angle. That's why I got him on. Because he could, he could talk to and that's kind of what I want to to ask you is like, 
the content of the conversations that the dudes be having in the shop are raw, real talk versus how the women's raw, real talk be in the beauty salon. Like, not even close. <laughs> We're not even close. So go, go ahead and enlighten us and the podcast listeners, man. Go ahead and give us some juice. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to give you, like, you know, a, a comparison. Like, when we talk about smashing something, we took, we took home the night before. I mean, our story is not so detailed. You know what I mean? Like, these women are very detailed, man. And I did not, as a man, did not want to be in there even listening to that shit. Like, so, so give us, <laughs> give us, no. like, give us, no like, homo, man. No homo, just, man. No, I, no, not, like, no homo on it, but I'm saying, like, so give us, like, uh, uh, a brief, <laughs> like, man, like, I, no, I'm saying, how the story, like, how the story goes, like, shit, girl, I met him at the bar. He was talking that shit, like, man, no, but look, let, let's get down to the nitty of it. I just give you an example of what I wouldn't say to one of my niggas about me smashing a girl. All right, we get to the house. She laid out on the bed, and her clip was three inches long. Like, I wouldn't even. Tell a nigga that shit. Right, right, but a right. Woman, but, but opposed to a woman saying that nigga was to the left or, you know what I mean? Just, man. Right, just right, 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 so right. right. Like, women are pretty. They get down to the business. That's why they mad when another woman want to fuck with a nigga because you didn't describe this dude to you. Like, you know what I mean? So look, it's right. easy. So look, I, wanna, I, wanted to get, I want you to uh, continue though, mom. But, so... And we let we gotta be one hundred, one hundred. Niggas kiss and tell like a motherfucker. What? Oh hell yeah! Kiss and tell. It's rules to that shit. Though. Well, no, no, no. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say that. I because, and I just speak. I speak for myself. It's like that's lightweight, like um, exclusive information. Like I don't just do it to make myself look cool. Okay. Now, if I'm talking to one of my homeboys, it's our homeboys, and he like, oh shit, what's up? Duh, 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 duh. I'm like, oh yeah, I took that out. You know what I'm saying? But it's not gonna be like, I'm not gonna see somebody. Even that I just know, like if I if I know you, and you just you talk, you start rapping to me about somebody, I'm not gonna tell you nothing, unless they already gave you like like oh yeah, you know I did X Y and Z. I think that like now niggas kissing and telling. But niggas don't be want nobody to know, man, because like niggas be trying to shrink your shit. <laughs> yeah, they, that's insider. That's like insider trading, Terry. Yeah, it's like it's like a nigga saying, "Yeah, that nigga out here telling everybody he's smashing you, man. You don't need to be talking to that nigga." Like what? That's some. That's some different. That's some snitches shit. That's what we ain't talking about. That. No, but I'm. I know what I'm saying is if you if you just kissing and telling, then that's what happens. So who's who's oh, okay. whose who's level of so you saying my the 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 women they 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 talk is pretty much a lot more perverted than us. Yeah, man, way more perverted. <laughs> he didn't even waste no time. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, no, it's really, really it's really simple, man. When it comes down to us, it's like going shopping, man. We know what we want when we go to the mall, man. We walk in that bitch. I'm going to get some black shoes and. I'm going to get this black shirt, and I'm getting the fuck up out of there. We ain't about to browse around and walk around, man. That's what they do with the whole conversation about sex. It's like you want to tell every single detail until he put that motherfucker in you. 
It's crazy. And then after, and then and then after it was done. Yeah, that too. And that's <laughs> just like, yeah, I met old girl, you know, old girl off IG, da 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 da. We we drunk, blase, skip, and I smashed her ass, and then that's it. I don't talk about nothing else after that shit. You know what the fuck happened when you smash? Right, right. Yeah, it was like, oh, he gave me five strokes and then turned me around. Like, what? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, for real. Like, crazy right. shit. Hold on. Then they, 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 they hit on, they hit on with, and I had, you know, the one, the one panties you were seeing, girl, them real ones, them joints. Yeah. Girl, I had them. <laughs> <laughs> I had my one uh, Calvin Klein joint. Like, niggas don't talk like that. <laughs> we don't talk like that, man. Right, right. That's the big difference in women, man. And it's a line, man. Talking about that, that talk, because women got that talk, too. Oh, no, they definitely got that talk, man. I don't know how you survive. Yeah. Uh... Man, I, I was trying my best, man. It took two years, though, man, for me to get out of there. It was crazy. Yeah, that's a I don't want to name no names, but that shit was nuts. That shit was nuts, man. Baby daddy problems. Motherfucking facts. Man, listen. I'm glad I'm back in that uh, barbershop. <laughs> I love the barbershop. The shop is the shop is 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 a staple, man. In in the in the culture, man. It's barbershop been a staple in a lot of cultures, but I swear for us though, look, man. Maybe maybe if LeBron would have had you know every 15 minutes. He had somebody come in there selling something. Like he got a CD dude coming in, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Then you got a dude, the booster dude with the clothes. Then you got a booster dude just coming there selling shit. He got off the counter at CVS real quick. Then you got right. come in with the fruit. You got niggas coming with. The- you see it when you come in the shop. You see all these people. Yeah, he should have just. They could have. They could have. Uh, they could have uh, scripted something like that in there. I mean, we probably still would have talked bad about it because it was scripted, but maybe he could have added a little bit something like that that'll make it more, more uh, connectable to niggas in the hood. I, I really think he should have just went with the real barber shops and let people go, and then edit out the things that they couldn't really use. Because for real, you gotta also believe that like people not they people not naturally gonna be their regular self on on camera, so it's not gonna be a whole bunch of editing, but it's gonna be. Real people, yeah. and they was in there sipping on uh red wine. Yeah, like I'm not, like I like I went to, I went to one barbershop where I was allowed to drink in the barbershop like openly. Man, you could drink in a barbershop, bro. No, dude, but they had they had red wine, vintage red wine, nice glasses, and everything. Man. That didn't look too realistic to me. They they needed a nice cab. They needed some um some um MD twenty twenties. Nobody <laughs> drinking MD twenty twenty no more, Jack. Nobody drinking. But the wine, so the niggas that be in the shop cleaning up all the damn time, <laughs> having that shit. Maybe that's what. Maybe yeah. that's what they they needed a broom boy. Somebody. Something. Nigga outside washing cars with just a bucket and a sponge. It wasn't no baby mamas in the um uh, in the spot. Or somebody. <laughs> somebody riding somebody back. You know, I mean, it, but it's, I mean, I understand where you're trying to go. I just, 
I just want I I think that black like for for black culture I think a lot of the stuff that we try to do we need to make it more authentic so that we don't because like to me what that another thing that it made it made you believe that if you in a barbershop you got to be at this level you got to be sitting on leather couches you got to be able to do x y and z you know what I'm saying like I think the the more authentic the more relatable always always. Oh, that's what anything. You know, and that's like it's it's so and, and that's like you could talk you could talk about crackheads and all that shit, but then you sitting you sitting in the place where you probably paying four hundred dollars for a haircut, you're not really talking about crackheads. That's what I'm saying. That's why that's why I kind of mentioned like the content of their conversations and this just because of how much money everybody in you just can't have you just can't have a lot of real situations that we would want to see that we would think is really good content. Them niggas ain't going for it, man. They, there's a lot of liability on the line with all that money. In the yeah. Villains. Yeah, man. It's that's, like saying, that's like saying faggot on TV. Right. But I, can't do it. But I, but, I, but I really feel like that because they don't really have no liability. You know what I'm saying? If it, Like if LeBron, like I say, if LeBron just took the time out of his day to go to other barbershops, right? Find whoever the Raw's barber in whatever city that he in or wherever city he wanted to travel to, right? Who the Raw's barber, who I want to choose. And go in the barbershop, take like two people with him. Meet me, meet me in Miami. Meet me in Chicago. Meet me in Cleveland. I think that's way more powerful because you can't control Raw. Like they built, they like MTV built a fucking whole fucking MTV was built off of the real world. And that's probably one of the raw, like the beginning of the real world is probably one of the raw shows ever. So, uh, so if you if you live in if you at that stage it's like shit, if HBO don't pick it up, if HBO don't pick it up, nigga, fund it yourself for the next couple of years. I guarantee somebody's gonna pick it up as long as people tuning in. Well, I'm of the belief that this show is going to do pretty well because I think that people are captivated by seeing another side of LeBron that they don't haven't seen before and just the way that he's speaking I think he's just captivating a whole nother audience and I think he's going to do very well with the show I think it'll be short lived well we'll we'll wait and see we'll wait and see but I want to uh I want Mont to speak on these etiquette things that he's uh he's burning he's burning to speak on speaking of burning Oh, These motherfuckers. Speaking of burning. <laughs> Since we're going to get on the etiquette thing, man. Hygiene, man. Come on, man. I'm just speaking to all these people out here, man. I, I'm sorry if I offend you if you one of my clients listening to this motherfucking podcast. But take care of your mouth before you sit in my chair. I'm sorry, Lamont. I'm one of your clients, and I be drinking coffee sometimes in the morning. All right. Well, that's fine. Just take care of you know, this constructive criticism. Go ahead. We good. We good. Yeah, I appreciate that. I got that. Do the curtain. Banaka. Don't look at me while I line you up. <laughs> Don't look at me while I line you up. This is a list I'm going down for you people. That's creepy. Do not look at the barber when he lines you up. That shit is weird. All right. And um know when to shut the fuck up. Like when you talking. And we having a conversation, like, it's a time to shut the fuck up. Like, just know that time. I don't know when that time is. You sound so angry, Mont. No, I'm not. It's just a list I wrote down. It's just a list I wrote down. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying these things just popped in my mind. 
he's not angry. He's prepared. Yeah, and they're loud talking. Like, like we can go back to what you were saying, Prophet, about um, you know, guys talking about their business or or things like that. Like, it, it to a barber to me, it's like a, a therapy session for you. Like sometimes people just like to talk and get shit off their chest. Don't talk loud. Right. People right. don't know your business. Right. Just, you know. And, and is Tips for T still on here? I don't know. He might have took a break. He's still in the building. He might have took a break. This is a rule, universal rule for barbershops. No talking religion or politics. Period. At wow. all. Because that's not the vibe you're trying to give. Like, we don't want to argue. We just debating. But all right, so my, let me ask you this though, right? I think I think all right. So I look at the barbershop as a different thing, right? Because at some point, I'm like that dude. Like I'm just I'm gonna tell you I'm rude. I'm gonna bring up the shit that niggas don't want to talk about, and I just and I just like it be that be the only time that you got a lot of people around all the time that. Could like just tune in. So if I want to talk about religion, I'm just gonna say something. But I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna start it. I'm gonna lightweight. I'm gonna lightweight throw it to somebody and let them run with it, right? And then I just chime in. Boom, boom, oh, boom, yeah, boom. You can... Oh, okay. I'm, I'm like one. I'm yeah. like one. I like. I, I like. Um, I plant the seed and let somebody else water it. You know what I'm saying? And I I, you can't do that. You feel in the fire. Like that shit will have niggas about to. Fight for real in that bitch. And then, like, you know how many times I done left the barbershop after I done fueled the fire and be like, yeah, I'm out of here. That's like the villain who liked the match and uh, that shit blow up and he do the slow walk away and shit, slow motion. <laughs> Man. Shit is a disaster in the background. This nigga, uh... This nigga Terry texting me, man. He 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 got out of the chat. I guess he on he didn't fell off. No, he he good. He good. All right, all right. I think, but I think I think that the, like the barbershop for me, the barbershop is therapeutic. You know what I'm saying? I think that it is. It is somewhere where I think that you you supposed to be able to unload all of like your thoughts and shit there, and like you know, like within reason. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's really to get perception from other other people with other values, other things like that, right? And other walks of life, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I respect about a barbershop. Um, the things I don't like about a barbershop, now me personally, as me being a customer in a barbershop, right, is barbers that have become too big for their position. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And not even disrespecting their position, but it's like I don't think that it's okay for a, dar- a barber to disrespect their customers. You know what I'm saying? It's like at the end of the day, I'm still spending my money with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if mm-hmm. you 45 minutes late, like, no, you ain't really got to give me no full explanation, but an apology I think is in order. Because my time's still been wasted. You know what I'm saying? But Right. And I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think I think that I think that in some cases that, you know, like it should be a late fee and that should be implemented. It's like, well, shit, if you over 20 minutes late for your cut, it's going to be a late fee. But I don't believe in this. I agree. I agree with that, by the way. 10 minutes. 
I think ten, I think ten minutes. Like, there's a lot of things that could have happened in ten minutes. I think twenty, thirty minutes is 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 a safe time. You know what I'm saying? Especially like with someone. Wrong because he, then you fucking up the flow of the rest of the appointment. And I, yes, and, I, and I agree. And I agree. I agree. Thank I agree you. with that. But like, if I got if I got off work. And it just happened to be an accident. It's like, and 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 also, I think that it has to do with what your relationship is with that barber, as well. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, my, I, I missed out on some few things last thing I heard was no religion and politics in the barbershop. Man, I feel that the barbershop is where men come to have conversations about everything. You know what I mean? I think there should be in barbershops. No, there is no, no hoes bar. I mean, it, it's no hoes no. bar in barbershops. So that's how that's yeah on everything else besides religion Why and politics. But, Why? But because it, it's it's an argument and not, not a debate. It's a belief. It's a belief. You know what I mean? It's something that's in in your core. You can't I really know what you're trying to say Lamont. I think he, you know what I mean. To, you can't really explain that. So it's not. It's not. But, but but every but but really everything that you talk about in the barbershop is an argument and not a debate though. Like if you talk about football, at home, no, it's advice. It's advice and it's no, lessons. Saying, it's I'm, not I'm always. If debate. you talk if you talk about sports, right, it turns into an argument. Mm-hmm. That's maybe, but we got stats and statistics to go back and, yeah, and, you and go, counteract you go, you, you, you gonna look, you gonna, you gonna look back at that, and then you gonna be like, "Man, fuck that shit! I don't give a fuck. Just ease, this, this, and this." I mean, it's all the argument and debate, but I think that. Hold on, hold on, TT. What was you I about say, to say? I mean, it's statistics and is is truth and facts that can be proven in religion and politics as well, and so. Is what in religion? No, religion is literally like a smoke of mirrors. Hey, that's no, all. Of the, that's you all of the conversation. Though, hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying now. Uh, that's what happens in the barbershop when you talk about religion and politics for no it's no reason to. I mean we talk about pussy, sports, uh who can fight, who can't fight, motherfucking ugly niggas, uh tennis shoe. We you know what I mean? That's the conversation but, but, you should have in the barbershop. I also believe that those hard conversations are also because that's really like the barbershop is really one of the only places where you can have a real conversation and not turn into a real fight. It might turn into a real argument. Right, 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 right. Uh, but it doesn't turn into a real fight. So I think it's a balance with that as well. Because you can have those same conversation if you are at the bar somewhere else, and then you'll end up fighting a nigga for something that wasn't even worth it. The barbershop really the only place where you can have a full-out argument, talk crazy to somebody, he'll get his cut and leave, you'll get your cut and leave, and it's over with. Then we all sit back down at the chair the next week, y'all literally start back over where y'all was at. But it ain't no beef. You been in these barbershops like well that's because the, I heard the barbers were shooting people too it ain't just one sided <laughs> <laughs> so so like I'm saying like like it ain't just a one sided type of deal so I'm I'm saying that you know like it's it's a balance you know what I'm saying like and I'm I'm only speaking from somebody that's been in a barbershop for damn near their whole life it's like I didn't know a barber shot people like until like a couple years ago, <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's all, it's all relative, you know what I'm saying? It's all relative. So let me let me say this it's like you, you, you get in trouble when you get to arguing opinions. Like, if you want to argue facts, facts, but when you start to debating opinions, that's when shit could go left. But, like, but I agree with what I yes. said because in the barbershop, 
that is a pretty safe environment. You got a lot of people there that's at work that's that's want to defuse any type of situation before it get too crazy. That is still a workplace, but it's also like we said, it's that cultural place that niggas always go to to have all type of crazy talks. Like a nigga will walk. Like you remember that day, Terry? You was in the shop. We was talking sports, and I called you. I called you a barbershop troll because your <laughs> ass was in there to start <laughs> all types of shit. This nigga like. Who the best five centers in the league? Go with now, right now. <laughs> hey, but that's hey. Sometimes I go to barbershop. I, I like I treat the barbershop like a Starbucks or some shit like that. Yeah, you know what I'm absolutely. Like, when I even when I meet in between meetings with clients or whatnot, I pop up in the barbershop to see what the conversation is in there. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You just never know. Like that. That's what I'm saying. Like the barbershop is just kind of like a a safe house. It's a safe haven. Yeah. Let me say this too, my about um since we talk we was on the topic of the religion, talk about religion in the barbershop. My last barber, before I started coming to you, he was down on um Euclid. Euclid, um uh-huh. right right over there by um by the little check cashing in the bar and shit. But anyway, we don't need to get into all that. Go ahead. Yeah, he ain't he ain't even there no more, so it don't even matter. But um but um okay. He had he had like converted and changed his life and started becoming a Christian and shit. So we went from ZZ in the shop to um to uh whatever uh, to gospel. I was trying to think of a gospel yeah. thing. I can't even think of one. <laughs> Kirk Franklin. Yeah, there you go. So so every so every day when we walked in that shop, it was Mary, literally Mary. religion talk all the time. So there was it was never really a problem in there because that was the environment that he kind of cultivated. But is but I think I'm saying that to say that the barbershop is typically a pet a place where somebody will come out out of left field with some crazy shit to start a conversation or a debate, and niggas will just go with it, or they'll shut it down if it's. I do that all the time yeah. on purpose. Man, dude, I just, I just, I play devil's, I play devil's advocate all the time. I play devil. Hold on, let uh, let my let my go. No, but prophet, I I I I go and shut you down. Like you can't get in there and, and start something and then boss. I gotta shut you down before you. It ain't, it ain't gonna happen, man. Cause I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna look at whoever is buying into it. And I'm going at his ass, and it's gonna be gone before you even can be like, no, 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 don't even. Like you'll be telling your cousin, like, don't get involved with him when he walks in the door. He always starts shit, right? Say it out loud. You heard me say it out loud. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't sugar. Uh, I'm not like no, no. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. You'll be telling like, don't get it, don't get caught up in what he's talking about. He doesn't even believe what he's talking about, and I will suck their ass in. Now I'll be walking out the door. He be like, hey, oh my god. Hey, profit. hey, profit. He do that to me all the time, man. He be like, oh, here, here come he, little Huey Newton and this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> not Huey Newton. Oh my god. <laughs> Hey, so Ma, let me ask you: What would you, if you had, if you had LeBron's show, what would you change about it? Um, how would you, how would you make it your show? Just, just the little things like uh, having a barber's talk, having a personality behind a barber chair. Uh, like Prophet said, a, a broom boy. You know what I'm saying? That's riding niggas' backs. Somebody, you know, a fan come in a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Just here and there. Pop in on them, interrupt the motherfucking conversation. 
like little shit like that. That'd have been that'd have been a cool little cool little show. It it was a show. It was a show on BT. I literally never watched it, but they niggas ran promos constantly, and I just thought it just looked corny. The idea was real corny, but it was one of them. It's something about it's something about me and the niggas. Like we just want to be able to have raw talk, and we want to like promote and show the world how we get down. But when they go to TV and real production, that shit always get watered down by white people, and they get fucking corny. Did y'all see the little promo for that shit? The, the man cave or some shit. I did TV? see that. I did see that a long time ago. Now, not to not to change the subject. I think with how you said, like millionaires and all that shit, they talking. I think that. It would have been raw if them niggas was in a cigar shop and niggas was getting cut and drinking on motherfucking high price cognac. That's what I think. Yeah. That's like drink champs with um Noriega and them cats. You know what I mean? They have raw conversations. I don't know, man. It kind of it, it 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 was kind of what I saw in the shop was kind of what you're saying. LeBron was smoking cigars. And it was sipping on vintage wine. We can't smoke no cigar. We can't smoke no cigar. He didn't smoke one cigar. He didn't smoke. You didn't. You didn't see. You didn't see the other episode. Well, I know I didn't see the other episode. But even if he, like, bro, that's not happening at a regular shop. I'm exactly. saying if you if you if you're gonna be the millionaire and you're you're trying to displace that, like these are the conversations that we have. You gotta do it in a in an environment like I'm getting my private cut. Like it could have even been at LeBron House. That he got in the basement. All my dudes is over. This is what we talk about when we together, and I'm getting my cut. We all getting cuts by my private barber. And that's what. And what. And what you just said reminded me of that BET show, the, the Man Cave, at his house in the basement, getting cuts. And somehow that shit would have been watered down into some cheesy ass shit. That's what I was. That's why I was going with that. Comparison. And it may. It may have been. It, it may have been. But you like. I don't like. I've never. I've never. Still a date, man. I've paid anywhere from twenty five dollars to one hundred fifty dollars for a haircut to be able to sit around and sip on a vintage wine in the barber shop. But I'm just saying, what's the difference? You said con. You said high end. Yeah, I like the shit. That's gonna. That's, no, that's gonna be a hundred dollar glass of wine. Um, a cognac. That's what I'm saying. Like that's never happened, bro. And even and even in the shop that and even in the shop that you could drink in now, it's like you really can't like just be like, oh yeah, I'm I'm sipping on my yak right now. But these is millionaires. That's All right. So even about. even that's even in millionaire even in millionaires, I understand. But what I'm saying is, is that if you're trying to relate to regular people. You have to give her. He ain't trying. That's. I think that's the thing. He. I don't think he. The whole content was regular people. The, the content was talking about regular people. He wanted to talk about his mother, like where he came from, and all that. That's regular people shit. You know what I'm saying? Now you show regular people like that can't play basketball that you could you could sit in the shop and drink at the shop because you made because you worth five hundred million dollars. Who are you touching? Oh well, my my about to bounce, man. My yo yo. Say, go ahead, man. Give your give your final thoughts, bro, for you for you exit. Um, and tell everybody where they can find you at. All right, man. Um, my final thought on the on the uh, barber etiquette is uh, watch your kids, man. Don't let them run around the barber. <laughs> this nigga's a savage, man. <laughs> Motherfucking lanes and shit, man. Getting off. <laughs> hey, hey, niggas go, 
They was about to be coming in the shop with this nigga with a tic tac with his kids on fucking and chains like dogs. Hey, that's the perfect day you name it right there. I'm <laughs> real man. I'm at Monticello and Noble two five seven five uh, at uh, the Carter Barbershop. Ask for Mont the Barber. I'm in there, man. Let's uh, Cleveland, like Ohio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. We were a while. I forget. Yeah. 100. Monta Barber, though. 100, man. It was great talking uh-huh. to you, man. Uh, appreciate sure, you coming bro. on, bro. For sure, bro. I'm a holler. Hey, listen, y'all. I wanted him to stay in on this conversation because I wanted to end the podcast with some barbershop talk that this nigga started. Damn it. This nigga had to leave. I really want, I wanted to hear the top five where, where he put the Ali shit. Hey, he's a boxing head, though. You know what I mean? I know. That's why I wanted. I wanted to end it. I wanted him to come back to that shit. But hey, he goes, hey, listen, Mayweather. No, listen. This is my thing. He said. He said. I said. I said. Kaepernick is a fair. Is a fair. A fair quarterback. He said Ali is a fair um, heavyweight. What? What? Yeah, and then yeah. he's number three on your list. Yeah. So what? So where do you rank? Where you rank? Um, let's give. Let's just give you a, your top. Uh, your top five boxers or three boxers. My top my top three boxers of all time. Yeah. It'll probably be like undisputedly Floyd, Floyd, Muhammad Ali, and Tyson. That was that was okay, yeah, that was gonna be my list too. <laughs> like it like it's not really it's not really like when you talk about boxing. But truly, actually, hold on, let, let Terry let Terry get his because actually I wanna I, I would want to give five because uh, Roy Jones. Jr. Roy Jones was, was favorite awesome. of mine, but mine would be you gotta have, you gotta have Ali, you gotta have Floyd, you gotta have uh, Mike Tyson. Man, what about gotta have what about Foreman's? Like I'm not a big big boxing boxing head, but in my era, those are the cats that like Foreman wreck shop on. I, 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 I think this is what I believe. I think the top three are undisputable. Now, your top five could be mixed up. You could add a Sugar Ray Leonard in there, a Marvin Hagler. Yeah. You could add, you know, like you could go down a long list of people that you could put behind those three. But mm-hmm. those three have literally molded boxing to date now. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's well, nobody, like... Well, I guess you, I guess we, uh, the, some older heads would probably put, make our... They would probably think our list was disrespectful by not including Jack Johnson on there. They they might they might think that, but I'm saying my top three. But like Jack Johnson, it, like and I'm and it's arguable. But there's no way that these like those those three. Even if you put Jack Johnson, there's no way that those three ain't in your top five. If you say you love boxing, look, man, top five list is always one of the best things to do. Always where you at. <laughs> nigga, what's your top five? Didn't who made the movie? Spike Lee. Yeah, Spike Lee. Cause hey, I mean, it's ingenious. But he's like, hey, he on bullshit. I don't care what my say. I'm always talking about religion and politics. <laughs> I'm always gonna talk about. Religion. But but I think, listen, man. I think that like the I think in all honesty, and this is not this is not the wholehearted truth. I think whenever you get a group of a couple men together is where you frame your thoughts and opinion in a lot of ways, right? 
So if you have a if you have a significant thought about a certain type of way about something, right? And then you could get enough motherfuckers to like make you look another way, then it may change your opinion, it may not, but it gives the other perspective of your opinion. You know what I'm saying? And I think like a barbershop setting, you know, like even like if you get it like a lot of times, like T, like you was in the bar, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of times, like after night, after after like the night is going down and when you can really talk to motherfuckers, it's like you get so much real conversation from old heads to young heads, you know what I'm saying? To really see, it's like you might not like young niggas. And then you'll talk to a young nigga and he say some shit that's like, damn, maybe I need to rethink this. That's real. That's real. You that's why that's why I say the, the barbershop is is a rest haven. It's it's open. It's open to talk about whatever. You know what I mean? Hey, but my 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 phone about that. I gotta throw it on the charger, y'all. It's always a pleasure. Hey, absolutely, Jay. Jay. Oh yeah, we about to, we about to shut it down, man. Tell them where they can find you, man. At. Ohio, Ohio player. I'm Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't through today. Like, he, he, ain't, he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't tips from T today, man. He the Ohio player. <laughs> no, tips from T, man. Tips from T, man. We're going we, we to have something coming uh, hot for the uh, J-Man show. Hey. Yeah, we're going to keep him uh, We gonna keep him posted on that. Hey, Prophet, always a pleasure, man. Absolutely. Take, you as well, take, brother. Take this heat back down there with your ass, too. Man, shit, man. I don't want none of it, man. I'm trying to get rid of this shit I got down here, B. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. It's a pleasure. For sure. One. Hey, when it's all said and done, man, like, do you think LeBron going to win another ring? Because he, he extra Hollywood. I, I think it's questionable. I'm going to say that. Do, does he have the potential to run another ring? Absolutely. But do I think it's it's in go right now? Absolutely. Like I really think LeBron's reached a reached a reached a level where nobody nobody really likes LeBron even that plays basketball. You think so? Yeah. Like really think about it. Right. They they oh, but look, they struggle to get saw- they struggle to get people in L.A. They struggle to get people in Cleveland. Why is that? If you could play with the best player in the country, in the world. He was on the episode I seen. Episode I seen uh, uh, the shop. I didn't like. I didn't like the fact that he was in that bitch chopping it up with Draymond Green. Just, just chopping it up like they. Just, I'm like, I don't like that shit. Like y'all supposed to be rivals, man. I don't like y'all in here, buddy, buddying it up in the shop. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's just everything just different. But but like man. but like I just like you know like I really like and this is just my opinion about sports now, right? As an overall whole, right? People don't have that same, like, love and fucking identity with, like, the teams that they on and shit. Like, you know, like, there's, like, there's people, like, there's people that, like, was a New York, a New York, um, Nick or a Chicago Bull. I don't give a fuck if L.A. offered them $10 trillion. They wouldn't go. Or Boston Celtic to go to the Bulls. It's like, we hate them because they bled where they're from. You know what's ironic about what you just said? is because on the same episode that I'm talking about, that Draymond Green and LeBron, buddy, buddy, and you know how they was, it looked like they was beefing in the finals, you know what I'm saying? Draymond punched them in the balls, he calling each other bitches and shit. It looked authentic 
Now they buddy buddy. And then in the same episode, Charles Oakley was there. And Charles Oakley, the complete opposite of this new era athlete. Oakley didn't play them. He didn't play that shit. Man, he was fighting niggas. For real. Oakley is is the example of the last of the last statement that you just made. He wouldn't have been on it. It's like it's no way I'm playing with this. It's no way we even in the shot. We gotta work for real. That's what made it weird about that episode. It was just looking at, and it's that's what made it. That's why I didn't like the episode. It was but, like you just but, gotta, but, gotta but that, be but, that but that's what I'm saying. Like how you like, I think you're using the right term. Like the Hollywood term is very, is very um, fitting. You know what I'm saying? Because you know the Hollywood term is like you just put everything behind you and you just move on for the greatest good of whatever it is you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And that may be where he's at. And that's but, what I'm. But like for for like uh for like an athlete, you know what I'm saying? For somebody that loves sports, it's like I don't really like that. Like I I really love people that live and die by who they was with, man. You who they start their career with and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Whether they won or not, you know what I'm saying? Like I just love I love that shit about a motherfucker. It's like man, I ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like shit. Like and that's why I love Kobe. That's why I think Kobe's probably the best player to ever play the game next to Jordan because he lived and died like the bad years that LA had the good years that he had he was always in that shit to fucking try to win it yeah Kobe Kobe was the man he's he's the mamba man he's the mamba what hey, up the, um, I do want to I do want to ask you man because before we end before we end the podcast this should been pretty cool I like this I like this episode man What's this show? Yeah. It should have been pretty cool. But the Jason Whitlock nigga, you know, he ain't, he's not very popular amongst the African American uh-huh. community to say yeah. the least. This nigga, you know, he say some outlandish coonery type shit. But I must say, man, I actually agree with a few points that he made in his criticism of the shop, man, which kind of it left me feeling a little weird. I kind of felt like I needed to take a shower after it. But I won't tell you, I agree with all of his points except for one. Damn, all but one. Okay, let me like literally like when he talked about like the setting of the shop, when he talked about the tugging white man, when he talked about, you know, like what his feel was a shot, what he what like what like and he described these things. Like I like I can't even say I didn't agree with any of his points now. I'm thinking about it. Oh no no the only wow. no the only thing I could say I didn't agree with was he wanted to just trash the show and like end it but I think that like he was pretty dead on with that's not the real shop experience you know and even like us you agree with you agree with him calling uh, LeBron the black Trump I don't think he's the black tr- maybe oh, I did that's what I didn't agree I don't think he's the black tr- he was but he was. He was going. I don't, in, I don't think he's he the black really Trump, but I think that in in some oh man, maybe this is gonna sound fucked up. In some aspects, I think that you know, like like that's why I say like that 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 loose that loose of the nigga, all that shit. I mean, in in some aspect, it it would be real if you was in a real barbershop. but being amongst people. That are millionaires with a with a white man there. I don't feel like that's a loose 
thing to use because now, realistically, right? Young black boy watches the same show. It's a white man there. He should be able to understand I like to use nigga. But when I walk into his office and I'm not LeBron James, I won't get a contract using the word nigga. Yeah. So I think it needs to be a balance. I need it to be. I think I think it needs to be informative, but it also needs to show growth and etiquette as well. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I, I think uh, overall, overall, just like kind of my final thoughts on it, man. I, I think LeBron is he's he's living in his purpose, man. Like he's he's really doing what it's telling him to do. Like what. Yeah, like he's doing his own thing, and I, I applaud him because it, he's doing something that a lot of athletes, like I said, on his level of stardom worldwide is not doing. And I just applaud him not really giving a fuck when you know what I'm saying. That's the that's the level I'm on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I totally agree with that, man. But you know, even with that, that's just like a Jay Z man. It's like you have to also like with doing riding your own way. You also have to, like I say, it ain't giving. It's not giving back for essentially money, right? Sometimes you could just help a motherfucker with your words or your actions that doesn't require you to give a a nigga a hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go ride your own way, why not help some people ride that wave as well? Well, well, I guess we just going to agree. Man, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. That. I don't even like half the shit you say. So shit. And you don't like half the shit I say. <laughs> Whatever, man. Tell everybody where they can find me. Sire underscore the profit, man. You know where I be at, man. Anybody need to talk to me, man. Get at me, man. Any ideas, any thoughts, man. Oh, we need to shoot out. We need to shoot out some people, don't we? Don't we need to shoot out some people? No. I don't know. No, absolutely. Oh, we're not, not shooting out nobody today no, that, that doing great things amongst the black community. Oh, man. I'm just going to say, I want to say this before we hang up. I want everybody to listen to Dame Dash, man. If you listen to Dame Dash, Dame Dash say a lot of real shit, man. That whole culture virtual movement comes from Dame Dash. And if you really listen to what he's saying about the, the shit, it'll make you appreciate what the black community and the black hip-hop community or whatever you want to call it brings to the table. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, that was a lot of all that you wanted to say. It's been real, people. The J Mass Show, Show Seventeen. Y'all can follow me at the J Mass Show on IG. It is what it is. Y'all do what it do. All like that. We yep. Out.